We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, let's go. It's the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Our early week edition is called The Game Plan. Now, coming up... You will hear from Lon Kruger, Christian Doolittle, Christian James, Brady Manick, and a really good one-on-one with Jessica Cootie and Miles Reynolds. Plus, we'll get you ready for the Sooners Friday showdown at 11.40 a.m. by learning a little bit more about Ole Miss, who is back in the tournament for the first time since 2015. But let's start by looking back at Sunday night. Selection Sunday. Toby Rowland joins us right off the top. And T-Row, you were there on Sunday night. You were with the team. Can you kind of take us through that moment, the excitement, and your opinion on the Sooners' draw? I was great. It was uh, – yeah, I think everybody felt like they were probably in. All the prognostications had them in. And so there was a pretty positive feeling in the Lloyd Noble Center. But that's always such a cool moment. When you're there with the team, you know how much it means to them, especially such a – large senior class and you see their name pop up and uh nobody even like there's hardly any realization who we play and where we go and it's just oh thank god there's our name you know and uh they break out in pandemonium and celebration and uh i'm happy for them i uh i i like the first round matchup i think uh, uh Ole miss is a team that uh, is similar to oklahoma this year they finished seventh in their conference. Oklahoma finished seventh. They lost their first conference tournament game. Oh, you lost their first conference tournament game. Uh, Ole Miss has sputtered down the stretch. 
Oklahoma sputtered. They kind of turned it around down the stretch, but they did lose their last two. Um, they're not a lockdown defensive team, which I think is good for OU, for their offense to be able to flow a little bit. They can get hot. they got some outstanding guards, and they're very athletic. But I like the matchup. I think it's a coin flip game. If OU plays well, they're capable of beating Ole Miss and moving on. Um, you know, the second game, if you're an eight or a nine seed, the second game is going to be tough no matter where you are because you're getting a one. So Virginia's going to be tough if that's who OU plays if they win. But at that point, you know, it's just all birthday cake, right? I mean, they've already achieved more than most people thought they would this year by getting into the tournament. If they could win a game in the tournament, then it's house money at that point, and you just go let it rip, and who knows? Maybe you have a magical day, and and you're on to the Sweet 16, or maybe Gardner-Webb knocks out of Virginia again in the first game. I there don't know. Who knows? So it'll be fun. We're going to be in the same regional with Duke again, uh, or the same site with Duke again, so we get to see Zion up close and personal, and hopefully OU wins that first game so we can stick around and watch Duke play that night, and uh, it'll be it'll be good, I. I've been to Columbia once, Chris, with uh, baseball. baseball. Yeah, and uh, that didn't go well. <laughs> so it was it was fun, but we didn't win the games. So hopefully it goes better this time around. That's awesome. I remember that Columbia was the uh, rain delay whenever John Gray came back in to throw de- after the rain delay was over, right? That's that's. Uh, I think so. I think so. If was my... it Gray? Yeah, it was someone. Yeah. They had the really it was great. Super yeah. regional. They had a long rain delay, and there was yeah. a, a little bit of controversy about you know the length of the rain delay and why they waited so long. And you kind of thought, oh well, the rain delay is going to knock Gray out of the game. And lo and behold, he came back in and threw. I got to admit, I fanboyed out. I was watching at home, and I had you synced up, and because uh, I didn't get to go on that trip with you, and I remember you going, "Gray's coming back in." I got. I was like, "Yeah, we're going to do this." And unfortunately, <laughs> South Carolina was pretty good. So, uh, so you feel good about the draw? Feel good about the team? Team feels good. Lon Kruger was fired up last night. It seemed. I think everyone is excited. I, I, I mean, I know everyone is excited. I think there, you know, um, this is the goal: is to find yourself on that bracket at the end of the year, and then you just kind of let it rip and, and go see what happens. So, it looked really bleak that this was going to happen about three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And for them to be able to uh, uh, pull it off is pretty remarkable, I think. So good for them. I'm excited. I, I'm excited. This is a fun week we got in front of us if we can make all the travel work out. So um, we'll see. So, again, the Sooners are headed to the South Regional. They'll play in South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, on Friday at 1140 a.m. against Ole Miss. It is a signature moment for Lon Kruger, as despite some struggles during the early part of conference season, the Sooners found their stroke when they needed it most down the stretch and cemented the nine seat. Here's Coach Kruger with the little Christian Doolittle mixed in, Brady Manick, and Christian James. Well, great news uh, to have the opportunity to play. Uh, proud uh, for these guys. Uh, they've worked awfully hard and, uh, you know, battled through. Uh, you know, ups and downs in the Big 12 Conference. Got off to a great start, of course, in the non-conference. But, uh, you know, playing against an old Miss club that I haven't seen much. So uh, we'll study a bunch of film tonight and, uh, and practice tomorrow and Tuesday before leaving on Wednesday and, and uh, be in Columbia for Thursday and Friday. So but happy for the guys. You know, really, really a group that's worked awfully hard and uh, uh, been up and down in some ways, but uh, never did change their attitude about working hard every day in practice, which gave them a chance to – 
to finish uh, on an upswing there in the last uh, last month. So you didn't seem to be worried about getting in the tournament. Are you surprised you, that you're a nine seed? Or is that about what what you thought? I had no idea what to expect, really. Uh, I knew that uh, you know our schedule. You know the NCAA they give you a blueprint of, of how to schedule and what to do to give yourself a best chance in that large and. Uh, Coach Shep and Joe C uh, do a great job of putting together you know, the schedule that that plays well. And uh, obviously, uh, the committee said every game counts equal, and they, they stood to, stood by their word. And and uh, I don't know why people, uh, you know, the rules to the game and they was pretty clear what they were. But still, people wanted to talk about a non-conference record or talk about things that didn't relate to selection. Uh, never did quite understand that, but. Uh, but no, it played out like uh, the the one loss record would indicate with the strength of schedule. Any other players you guys said after uh, Wednesday night that this would be a long few days to wait? What was that wait like for you guys, and were you confident uh, that you were going to be in today? Um, I wouldn't say confident. <laughs> um, kind of kind of stressful. You know, you just you just want to you just want to have that feeling of knowing that your name's called. Um, a lot of praying, you know, of course, but um, we got selected. You know, we're we're, we're grateful, um, we're humble to be here. Um, just ready to line up and go try to go win a ball game, man. Christian, what does it mean to you as a senior? Uh, um, it means a lot. You know, um, I don't I never take this moment for granted. Um, to be to go to the tournament three out of four years, that's that's pretty special, and I want to make this want to make this run pretty special. You know, um, to end it on a good note. Um, these guys have worked so hard. We've prepared for this moment, and um, we got an opportunity to play. And um, we're proud to represent the Big 12 and go and try to win this ball game. Let's go as far as possible. This is the longest extended break you've had between games, almost nine days. Can that be a benefit to you guys in some ways? Definitely. Um, you know, if anyone had any bumps and bruises, um, should be more than healed by now uh, as we uh, begin practice in, pre in preparation for Ole Miss and, uh, you know, just staying off our feet for longer than we had um, once the season has started. So um, everyone should be 100% um, going into this game, so it would be good. Ron, you hear Christian say three out of four, four years, but how happy are you for guys like Miles and Aaron who are finally to get their first taste? Yeah, I'm very pleased. Uh, again, Miles and Aaron have been, you know, great additions to to the group, and uh, they've handled things well. They've uh, worked extremely hard. Uh, they fit in very well, so the opportunity for them to play in the tournament uh, is great. Coach, this team totally changed the way it played from last year. Can you just talk about the way it adjusted and bought into what you were trying to do uh, to put themselves in this position? A year ago when you got uh, you know a dominant scorer like Trey, you know, everything kind of revolves around that. This year, you know, even in the wins, you know, different people stepping up at different times. It took a much broader group of people to, to, uh, to play well, to have a chance to win. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so every club's a little bit unique. This was different, certainly, from last year. And, and uh, I guess we got a similar type you know, seed as, as last year. So not different in that way. But, uh, again, happy for what they've done, how hard they've worked, and now the opportunity to play. Christian Doolittle, um, Miles seemed to have the most animated reaction during the announcement. I think he jumped up in Giovanni's uh, arms. I mean, what what was it like seeing that from from him, knowing that he hasn't made the tournament before? Um, you know, just really happy for him. Um, me experiencing my first NCAA tournament last year. Um, you know, just for someone who's been to colleges for as long as he has and not 
I have an opportunity to, you know, ever participate in the March Madness. Uh, so I know this was a huge moment for him. Uh, you know, he'll probably never forget this uh, <laughs> uh, this moment. But, you know, just happy for, like Coach said, happy for the grad transfers um, as they came in. Um, you know, very, we're able to mix in very well with the guys who are already here. Um, so just really happy for him. Christian James, making the tournament's one thing, but you guys coming off a couple of losses, what has to change here over the next few days for you guys to at least get a couple of wins? Um, we just got to come out energetic. You know, we got to come out energetic, play as a team. And um, things, I, I feel like we'll be fine from there. But we have to, we have to do it together. We know, we know we have to play together. Um, just getting into the tournament is not good enough. You know, we have to, we have to go on a run. Um, pretty, a pretty good run for, for it to be a successful season. I mean, just, just one and done is not, it's not good enough. You know, we're going in expecting to win ball games. Brady, what would you say about the Sooners going into the tournament? How well do you feel like you're playing? You got nine days to get ready, so how do you hope to take advantage of that? Yeah, I think um, we just need what Christian said. We need to bring energy. We need to we need to hit them first. We need to we need to come ready to play. We need to just do the small things and get ourselves best prepared as possible and just get ready to have a battle because no, no game's going to be easy. And we need to just work as hard as we can to get a win. Have you or any of the other two guys? Have you guys watched Ole Miss at all? I watched the game against Iowa State. I think. For the SEC? Uh, yeah. To, yeah. I that was it. I watched yeah. a little bit of the game, but. Yeah, we were match Well, and I know it's early. Any update? Jamani? Or is that something you have to find out during the next couple of days? Yeah, it'll be a day to day. Uh, I doubt if he'll practice, uh, you know, full speed uh, tomorrow for sure, based on what we you know, did yesterday. Uh, uh, we'll see how it is Tuesday. Uh, it'll be a day to day. For the two Christians, in the NCAA tournament, teams are always excited to see new blood somebody they haven't seen before. Your team especially has played well against out-of-conference opponents. Does that give you uh, confidence going into this tournament? Um, yeah, I would definitely say playing someone outside of the Big 12 is, is uh, be a nice change-up. Uh, you know, Big 12 <laughs> is very tough. Um, you know, every game, every game isn't guaranteed. So, um, you know, it's a new focus going into this game. Not only is it someone out of conference, you know, you're playing for a little bit more, uh, you know, single elimination. So um, I, don't, I don't know who wouldn't be excited for a game like that. Christian James and Christian Doolittle, if you could talk a little bit about, you went through the five-game losing streak and then you found your way out of it. What other things that obviously playing better did you find in yourselves to be able to bounce back from that and then put yourselves in position to get here? Um. It's always tough, you know. Um, when you you go through a long season, you're gonna face adversity, you know. And I think that's the that's the best thing about this group going going and facing through um, adversity. We 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 found ourselves, you know. We we know what we're capable of, and we know what we can do every night. We just have to go out there and do it. We have to do it together. Um, we have to bring energy and effort every night. If we do that, I feel like we'll be fine. Christian, could you go ahead and you're about to answer? I'm sorry. What was the question? About, is it sort of exciting to play? Out of conference teams again. Uh, what you've been um, going through with the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm um, like Dude said. Um, Big is tough. You know, as um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's confidence booster, but you know, we 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 ready to play anybody. You know, we're gonna line up and we're gonna hit first. You know, but um, I think it's good to see an opponent that we haven't seen before this year. So, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Well, you talked about the schedule and with playing four, I think four non-conference games at home. I mean, playing all those neutral sites, playing all those road games, does that, does that manifest later on in the season to help you all in a 
in a tournament like you know, being simply tournament? Well, from a selection process, it helps for sure. Uh, from a, an experience standpoint of playing away from home or a neutral site, uh, uh, perhaps it's hard to measure that, of course. But everyone at this point in the season has played a lot of games away from home and neutral sites. Uh, certainly going through uh, your conference games, half of them being on the road. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know that anyone gains a great advantage at this point from what they did back in November uh, from a standpoint of just playing road games. Uh, but uh, but this group, you know, again, has, had, has it played really well at times and other times where we haven't played as well as we'd like to, but, but they know they can. And with great focus and uh, great, you know, uh, purpose, uh, you know, uh, but again, you know, eight, nine games are generally like that. You know, you're going to match up against someone where it's a, generally a toss-up and, and uh, the challenge is there. The team that brings it, you know, most consistently over 40 minutes and, and rebounds the ball, and we've been up and down in that area for sure. So we've got to focus on, like I say, the details and fundamentals and move the ball and uh, make good plays for each other, and, and uh, that's the challenge. That's the challenge to see what teams can do that at this point in the season. We were in the Southeast Conference for a while, back at Florida for six years, so played uh, several times in Columbia. When you, uh, uh, I think it's six out of seven, the last seven years you've made the NCAA tournament, and of course that's the standard at a place like this, but how important is it to, you know, just to make the tournament and keep that, that brand going, that hey, we're, we're a consistent tournament school, and Six out of seven is, is yeah. a good run. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, uh, again, we'd like to get to the point where, uh, you know, you, you go into it uh, with a little bit more expectation even. You know, at the University of Oklahoma, of course, uh, like you say, that's, you know, playing in the tournament is definitely the expectation. And, and now, like Christian said, uh, you know, uh, you know we got we got to go win a game, you know, and then we'll worry about the next one, you know. But we've uh, got to put a little more pressure on ourselves to do that and to represent a little bit uh higher, higher level, if you will, and uh, this group understands that. You know, the seniors, uh, uh, you know, they, they had great stretches you know, throughout their career. They had some stretches where we didn't play uh, and, and get the result that we wanted to. So it's kind of still the opportunity to do some extra special things is there. But, uh, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. We've got to go, we've got to go do it. Do you have any familiarity with Kermit Davis or cross paths with him at all? No, Kermit for a long time. Always respected his teams, how well they play. Uh, knew, uh, you know, knew him when he was at Middle Tennessee State there last few years. Did a great job there. But, yeah, we go back uh, in terms of knowing him and how well his teams play. I've known him for you know, a long time. What do we know about the Ole Miss Rebels? Well, Kermit Davis has really done a nice job turning around this program in his first season. They beat Baylor in non-conference. They swept, uh, swept Auburn, who ended up winning the SEC tournament. But they've kind of scuffled down the stretch. Where the Sooners have played better, Ole Miss really hasn't. They're 2-5 and five in their last seven games, and they count on a stud, Brian Tyree. Averaging almost 20 points per game, 18.2 from the floor, and he shoots 39% from the three-point line. So it was uh, it's a feel-good story with what Kermit Davis has been able to do in his first year. Uh, they've been on a heck of a run, but uh, it should be a pretty good matchup for Oklahoma. The Sooners were 38th in Ken Palm's efficiency ratings. They finished 37th in the NCAA's net rankings. Meanwhile, in those two numbers, they are ahead by six slots. Ole Miss is 44th in the Ken Palm ranking, and Ole Miss is 36th in the net ranking. So it's obviously a very intriguing matchup 
for the Sooners. But it's also an exciting moment for guys that haven't had a chance to play in the NCAA tournament, like Aaron Calixti and Miles Reynolds. Jessica Cootie had a chance to catch up with Miles Reynolds, the Sooner graduate transfer, who, as you might imagine, is on cloud nine to have an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament as part of March Madness. When you see Oklahoma pop up on that screen, what was the feeling? Uh, so much excitement. Uh, I was thrilled. Uh, you know, all the hard work we put in this season, It was the that was the main reason I committed to come here last April, uh, almost a year, to go, a year ago. So um, when our name was called to play uh, against Ole Miss as a nine seed, I honestly didn't care who we played, where it was at, as long as our name got called. And I'm uh, just so excited for my teammates, the coaching staff, because uh, we definitely deserve this. Now that your name has uh, been called, and, and Coach Kruger talked to you guys in the locker room, how do you guys feel about that 8-9 matchup with Ole Miss? Uh, we love it. Uh, we think it's a game that we're capable of winning. Um, you know, South Carolina, uh, I haven't been there too many times, but the times I have been in there in high school, I've won two championships <laughs> in the Myrtle Beach Classic. So uh, South Carolina has been pretty good to me, and uh, we'll see how it is in the next couple of days. You and Aaron, first time to the tournament, and then you know these other guys didn't win last year. What's the hunger level for this team to go and not just make it, but win a game? Uh, we feel we got a chip on our shoulder. Um, a lot of people counted us out after um, we hit a rough patch during regular season, and uh, a lot of people even counted us out when we lost to West Virginia a few days ago. So uh, we're just happy for the opportunity. Uh, shout out to the real fans that uh, have always had our back through the good and the bad, and um, we're just ready to put on for Sooner Nation. How do you feel about where this team is playing right now? I mean, losing the game to West Virginia, but prior to that, you know, you had a really good game against Kansas. Some of those games down the stretch, you guys played some of your best basketball. It's a new season. Um, it's my first time in the tournament, but uh, I've been playing basketball long enough to know postseason, nothing else mattered in the regular season. Uh, you know, there's so many upsets that we've seen over the past couple of days, and uh, we're going to continue to sing in the next couple of weeks. So um, why not us? Man, that's awesome stuff from Miles Reynolds. You, you just can't get enough of what it's truly all about. And when Miles Reynolds and Aaron Kalixty made their decision to come to the University of Oklahoma, as you heard, it was with the hopes that they would have an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Awesome stuff and a fun matchup. Here's how the bracket shapes out for Oklahoma. They'll play that first-round game against Ole Miss at 11.40 a.m. on Friday. If they win, they'll stick around for a second-round matchup on Sunday at a time to be determined against the winner of Virginia Gardner-Webb. Now, remember, we have to say against the winner because last year Virginia was, of course, upset as the one seed, the first-ever one seed to lose to a 16 seed. Real quick rundown of what the rest of the bracket looks like for the Big 12. Oklahoma as the nine seed in the South against Ole Miss. That's 11:40 on Friday. And of course, as we mentioned, Virginia potentially waiting in the second round. Kansas State joins the Sooners in the South Regional. K-State has UC Irvine. That's also a Friday game. That's at one o'clock in the afternoon. They could potentially play the winner of the Wisconsin-Oregon 5-12 matchup. Out west, Texas Tech, who, by the way, is playing in Tulsa. Remember, they kind of regionalized things, so both Texas Tech and Iowa State are playing in Tulsa. More on the Cyclones in just a bit. But Tech gets Northern Kentucky in the first round 
as a three seed. That game between Texas Tech and Northern Kentucky is also a Friday game, and that game will tip off relatively early at 1230. And sticking in the south, uh, pardon me, in the West Regional, Baylor is the nine seed against Syracuse. Baylor plays on Thursday as the Bears will battle Syracuse in the first round in a tip time set for right around 9 p.m. No team from the Big 12 in the East region, but two more in the Midwest with Kansas as the four seed. A lot of people thought Kansas would be headed towards Tulsa. That's not the case. Kansas will take on Northeastern in the first round. That's also a Thursday game at 3 o'clock with the winner of the Auburn-New Mexico State game looming in the second round. And Iowa State ends up getting the nod heading to Tulsa in that sixth seed against Ohio State. That game will tip off on Friday, late game as well, too. Tip time almost 9 o'clock, 8.50 is the projected time. They'll face the winner of Kelvin Sampson's Houston Cougar team when they take on Georgia State if Iowa State is able to advance. And there's already all kinds of buzz building about the crowds that Iowa State is going to be sending to Tulsa. So exciting times for the Big 12 as they get six teams in. Texas and TCU will be headed to the NIT with West Virginia taking a bid to the CBI. Well, that's the Sooner Sports Podcast this March Madness edition as the excitement builds towards Friday. We'll have much, much more coming up on the midweek edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until then, have a great week and Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Yeah.